to a special edition of the Queen's Pitch Podcast. My name is Bridget. And my name is Kara. And today we have Ashley with the Super League Carolina and a, the Charlotte Independence with us here today. Welcome, Ashley. Hey there. Thanks for having me on. Thank you for being here. We're so excited to talk to you. And learn more about this amazing team and opportunity that's coming to Charlotte. First, we understand that the new USL Super League is a first division of women's professional soccer to rival NWSL, while the new USLW League is pre-professional. Can you frame that in what it looks like in Charlotte, particularly for the pathway to professional soccer? The USL in general as a league, the United Soccer League, has a really great path to pro um, where young soccer players can stay in their city from the time they're young up to the professional level and they can play for the same club um, throughout their career. So on the men's side, they have USL um, Academy, like they have academy teams for, for younger kids. And then they have USL League Two, uh, which would be a step above that. And then they have the, um, the USL League One team uh, which is what the Charlotte Independents are in currently on the men's side. And then they have USL Championship. Um, the Charlotte Independents were in the USL Championship a couple years ago um, and then dropped down to USL League One. And then on the women's side, um, they the league has just kind of started building out that pathway to pro, but they have hundreds of young, like they're starting their USL Academy. They Last year, we were just part of the W League, which is pre-professional a women's soccer. And now, you know, they've, as you know, they have launched the USL Super League, which will be that professional level of women's soccer. So you can kind of see how that flow goes from starting young um, and playing up to that professional level. That's an amazing opportunity, especially for both genders in this area to come up and then have those opportunities and pathway to get into the first team. Yeah, absolutely. It's we've seen it and we've seen the young kids get behind it too. You know, they can see themselves when they come to our games, they can identify with like, oh, this could be me one day if I really want to stick to soccer. And if this is what I want to do, you know, I can go to the Charlotte Independence men's professional games and I can see uh, a forward like me or a defender like me playing on at American Legion Memorial Stadium, this amazing facility. And I can do it all right here in Charlotte, you know, where I grew up. So uh, we are definitely starting to see um, some of that resonate with our youth club and, and all that. That sounds amazing. I love that stadium, by the way. It's beautiful. It is like that. The view of the skyline is just awesome. And it's really intimate. You get to, you know, you, you feel like you're close, you know, to the to what's going on on the, on the field. It's not like being at Bank of America where you have the barriers. You have you still have, you know, obviously you have boundaries, but, you know, you feel like you're a little bit more into the game because you can you can see that you can pretty much see what everything's going on. And you feel like you're right there cheering them on from the sideline, like if you were a soccer mom or a fan on a Saturday. Yeah, absolutely. They've done, they did an amazing renovation with American Legion Memorial Stadium. Um, we just started playing there in 2021 and we are so proud to call it home. It's an amazing soccer specific stadium. And really once you're there, um, there's just not a bad seat in the stadium, you know, whether you're front row, whether you're a couple rows up, you know, whether you're up on the overlook, you know, watching with the skyline view in the back. Um, it's, 
it's an amazing facility, one of the best I've ever seen and been fortunate enough to work at. So uh, we are very lucky and we love it there. So Ashley, I was wondering, I guess, what's the process looking like for you for the path to bringing this league to Charlotte? Yeah, absolutely. So we officially launched um, Super League Carolina May 16th, whenever that was. My dates, I'm so confused on what day it is. It was a crazy week. But yeah, so we officially, you know, announced that we'll be bringing women's professional soccer to the Western Carolinas. We had a little event at American Legion Memorial Stadium over the weekend where, you know, we threw out some t-shirts and just had some, some speakers, you know, just kind of talk about what to expect from the league and, you know, that we're going to be playing there at American Legion Memorial Stadium. Um, so that was an exciting moment to start in engaging and interacting with some fans. And the next steps for us are really kind of, we're going to start engaging uh, with communities from Rock Hill, South Carolina, Fort Mill, uh, TKK area, all the way up to Lake Norman, Mooresville, Huntersville, um, and try and, you know, just listen to the community and see what they want this team to be. Uh, we have a really unique opportunity. This will be the only professional women's team in, you know, the Western Carolinas, um, in Charlotte particularly. And we just want to hear from the community and see, like, what they want it to be. You know, we, we're building this brand from the ground up, everything from logos to color schemes to vision and values everything is going to be built from scratch and so it's important for us to hear from the community and take their opinions into consideration and build a club that is um has purpose for them that sounds really exciting i like the fact that you're going to engage in the community yeah thank you what outside people kind of like before the charlotte fc came we got to do that a little bit but y'all are doing it from the ground up so it's kind of neat i really like that i like that aspect and it it makes people be more i think it'll make people be more involved in the game you know a little bit more invested in it so i think that's awesome especially like my daughter and your and kara's daughter that they're gonna feel like hey they'll have pride in it so maybe one day they'll play for y'all you know so it's great now ashley but i was gonna ask did uh did you play soccer and is this kind of one of your personal dreams sort of it, working on this project? Yeah. So my soccer story goes all the way back to is, you know, as young as I can remember. Ever since I was little, I was on a soccer field. I traveled to tournaments and games all the time. And so it's always been part of my life. And it's always been a sport that I really enjoyed. Uh, I have a twin sister. Um, and we both played soccer. So doing it together was just the funnest thing for us growing up. And I was fortunate enough to receive a scholarship and play at Queens University of Charlotte uh, here in the city. And I was a right back um, and played four years there and loved every minute of it. Queens was a great spot for for me to grow as a player and also find my path into, into sports and figure out what I wanted to do after soccer was done. Um, and so after school, I knew I wanted to stay in sports and wasn't sure what that was going to look like, but I knew I wanted to do something 
grassroots and, and local. So I started with a small sports marketing company called National Amateur Sports. And they work with high schools and um, their athletic programs to, to fund them through sponsorship. And so I really learned a lot there. And, you know, after that, wanted to dig in a little bit into social media. So I went and worked for a social media agency as well. And eventually was just kind of decided I wanted to get back into soccer and soccer specifically. And I had interned, I actually interned with the Charlotte Independence when I was in college. And so reached back out to, you know, see what was available. Originally, I was just supposed to volunteer. I was in between jobs and, and just wanted to help out wherever I can and get involved. And then on my first day, it turned out that a position had opened up and it was kind of just right right place, right time. And I really haven't looked back ever since. It's been a really amazing opportunity to continue to be involved in soccer, just continue to, to grow the game. I really do see that Charlotte and, and beyond into the suburbs, people here really do embrace the game and they really love it. And so I'm just proud to be a part of it. So I have a question. So is your sister jealous that you're in the soccer or does she do it as well? She does not work in soccer. She actually works in golf. Okay. And she lives down at the beach in uh, St. Simons Island, Georgia. Okay. So she's not doing too bad. She's not doing too bad down there. <laughs> She she loves the beach life, and so we take advantage of that and go visit her every now and then. That's awesome. So when you were looking for opportunities, I guess, after school, was it your dream ever to, I guess, play after college? And, and so bringing this to life here, you can help realize that dream for other women in, in this area? Yeah, absolutely. Honestly, when I was in school, in college, I really either wasn't aware of other opportunities to play beyond college or there just weren't as many opportunities as there are now. And so playing after college wasn't really something that I, you know, thought was something that was in the cards for me just because I didn't know what that looked like outside of college. Um, so being now involved in an organization that's going to provide more opportunities for to work in soccer, to play soccer, to be involved, even as fans too, and just corralling a community around women's sports uh, is really something special. And, you know, something that I think is definitely something I wish that I had when I was in school, but I'm super excited that I get to help build a program and that provides opportunities for for young girls i think it is great because my daughter when i ask her what she wants to do when she grows up and she says she wants to coach a men's soccer team like a men's professional soccer team but i think it's because she doesn't see that there's that many women's soccer you know professional soccer teams out there and so this is going to give her that platform to see and you're providing you know an, another women's team so that's going to give her you know her and then all the people that you know her age and that are a little older around her age that platform that, hey, we don't have to go be in the men's, you know, soccer world. We have a women's soccer world and we can be a part of that and we can build it and grow it. And I think that it's awesome that you're on the forefront of that because um, it just makes me excited. So I know it's going to make her and other kids and other little girls see like, hey, we can do it too. 
Yeah, for sure. And it's honestly something that I didn't even realize until we started talking about bringing this women's team to the Western Carolinas is you look at the sports space specifically here in Charlotte and you look around and you know, all the, all the teams are men's teams and there's not, there's not a space for women's sports here at the moment. And, you know, the, the men's teams are great and we love, like I go, I've been to checkers games. I've been to Knights games. They're, they're super fun and it's a great environment, but I think, bringing a women's team is going to be such a unique opportunity to bring something completely new to the market. And it'll bring all the dads out because, you know, the daddy's girls, you know, they like to come out and support their little girls. So I think it's always just bring a, a better variety to Charlotte. So we don't always have to go, like you said, always go to the Knights game or Hornets or the Charlotte FC. We can go to the women's games. Let's go. Definitely. Yeah, I agree. When I was little, I don't remember ever being taken to any women's sport in my knowledge, except I think I went to the 1996 Olympics. So I got to watch gymnastics. And that was the first time I ever saw professional women. Of course, they were young teens doing a very dangerous job and, you know, Olympic medal winners after that (laughs) year. But that was the only time I ever got to see professional women playing something. And so for us, opportunities really seemed like impossible or something you had to, I don't know, win the lottery. And so the more that we have more opportunities here in Charlotte and more visible, more reachable, attainable opportunities for women, the more we see better equality. And I do think that you're absolutely right. There's no other women's sports here and especially for professional. And we know we have, you know, the North Carolina Courage on the East side, which is great and wonderful. And I'm totally jealous that that didn't come here first because I didn't know about it for a number of years being that the access to even watch women's sports is also hard. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, that's one of the goals of the USL Super League is to bring soccer closer to home uh, across the United States. It's I mean, in 2024, the Super League, they're planning to launch with 10 to 12 teams um, and NWSL now currently with 12 teams, you know, that opportunity automatically doubles with having the Super League involved. And, you know, by 2026, they plan to have 20 teams. And so uh, USL has a proven track record with being able to grow and expand quickly and reach markets that aren't always the biggest cities in the States, you know, they go into the grassroots communities and they bring soccer there. I think it's amazing what they're doing. And I think it's just only going to help continue to grow the game for the future. Now, um, I have a question. So in 2024, how, I guess, what do you already have it lined up as to how like we can watch this new team play? So not at the moment. So the streaming packages and all of that is still something that's being ironed out at a league level. Uh, So those discussions are still currently going on. um, And those announcements will come further down the line as we get closer to first kick. Will the the season line up with like the men's soccer season or what will the, what will the season be like as far as the months? Do we know that yet? Yes, we do. Um, So it's really unique in that the Super League is 
aligning with the international soccer calendar um, and they'll be running on a fall to summer schedule to allow yeah to and it's it's unique in the way that it allows players to compete as much as they can both with their local clubs and also on the international uh scale as well so it'll run from august to june with um with a winter break and a summer break. And because uh, a lot of the international events are typically in the summers. And so that just gives players and fans and, you know, the competition in general, just a better experience when you're able to have the best players with your club year round. I think it's great because it'll give us something to do in the the winter seasons, you know, because my kid doesn't usually play in the winter season. So now we have something to go do. You know, we have a sport to go watch. We don't go watch the basketball as a lot or the hurricanes as much, but now we'll get to go watch women's soccer. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be super interesting. It's, it's different for sure. Um, working with the independents now for three seasons and them running on a, on March to October schedule. Uh, there you know, will be some overlap in the seasons, which I think is great. And, you know, just more soccer year round. And yeah, like you mentioned, stuff to do in the off season now. Right. It's tough when you have kids and, you know, you have everything else going on in the summer. So you're like running from soccer to soccer to soccer to soccer. So it'll, it'll be nice to when I get to slow down and my kid's not playing soccer to be able to go watch some soccer <laughs> and enjoy it. So that's great. That'll give us something to do in this off season. Now I'm um, with this unique timeline and it being, you know, here in Charlotte and various places in the United States, like I imagine that uh, there'll be some extra consideration into like the kits for the women like spur, especially as far as temperature and things like that. Because to me, as women, we're definitely not, I mean, I wouldn't think we're used to playing in extreme weather. <laughs> Sometimes we're a little more sensitive. And I know the NWSL, you know, they've already combated this. But, you know, there's a le- extra level of thoughtfulness that goes into offering something for women as opposed to men. And I just wondered, like, what are your thoughts on on those? Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, this is really where, like we mentioned earlier, where the fans involvement is so crucial. We can we can think about it all we want in the front office. We can talk about it all we want in the front office, but having a limited number of minds circling around the club is, is so limiting. So we need to, and we will get out into the community and, you know, hear those concerns from fans and take those and note those and figure out how we can build the best women's soccer club um, here in the Western Carolinas. And, and that comes down to every detail. So absolutely, you know, everything from uniforms to game day experience to training sessions, everything will be taken into consideration. And, and it's with a big help from the fans that will be able to do that. And some more women-friendly um, merchandise. I would love that. That's that's what's lacking too in a lot of the sports. You know what I'm saying? Like it's all made for men. It's like or one size fits all. But us women, we like our own thing. And even the women's designs aren't made for us. I don't feel like. So I'm excited about that part too. <laughs> yeah, for sure. It's the little things for me. <laughs> yeah, I'm taking notes. You know everything that, and it's it's just so important. You know, just hearing from other people. So absolutely. You know 
and some things that we just don't think about all the time. Um, so I love conversations like this where, you know, ideas get brought up and, and we get to go execute them. Yeah. One of the things we've really noticed in our experience with Charlotte FC and Crown Legacy, both of which are very new, and we know that independence has been around quite a long time, but we've also really liked how in this sport, families are welcomed and celebrated a lot. Like this can be a family outing, whereas I feel like they're welcoming as welcoming in other sports almost to families and women and children. And I feel like soccer is something that kind of brings a little bit of the whole family together in a different way. So some of the family events have been really neat. And so that's something I think would be great to also see in these areas as well, because I mean, at least for women, we do think a lot about our families and especially with watching the NWSL women, we've seen a lot of them, you know, go on to be moms and come back. And now we keep breaking records. You know, there's a lot of wonderful, talented players out there breaking records as moms. And, and we're like, man, these should have been broken before. That should have been friendly to that before too. But we think about that and we see that. And I'm sure you all do as well. Yeah, for sure. And part of our planning and our strategizing is figuring out how we can create the best game day experience for every type of fan from families and parents with kids and and to the passionate diehard soccer fans. How can we create an environment at American Legion Memorial Stadium that that brings everybody in, you know, whether that's doing fun things on the concourse, whether you know, do we want to do concerts? Like, how do we get people in and make it more than just a soccer game? The soccer aspect is great. And, you know, that's what we ultimately come for and what we love to watch. But it can also be more than that. And and that's how you get the community behind it is let's make this a community event. Let's make it a day, you know, bring your family out, have a, have a day of it, make memories at the stadium. Like, You'll make memories watching the soccer too, but but real memories. Oh, I'm big about that. I love being just with my daughter. I'm a single mom, so just going out and being able to be there at the, at the soccer game outside, you know, in Charlotte, you know, just having those memories. You Like you said, being able to watch soccer is great, but just being able to spend that one-on-one time, you know, outside with your family or your friends, just to relax and enjoy life because there's so much stress out there in the world already. So to be able to sit back, watch a soccer game, not be stressed out about it, hopefully not too stressed. Hopefully y'all are going <laughs> to kick butt and win all the time. So I don't have to be stressed out like I am a lot for the Charlotte FC games. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but you know, that just that, um, that ambiance, the atmosphere, you know, I think that'll be, that's, that's great. I think that's what you're trying to say. Anyway, mm-hmm. that's where I, that's what I like to do. I like to just go make memories of my kids. I know Bridget, when you and I have been to like a crown legacy game and we've had our kids and they've met a player and gotten to talk to them or gotten a high five from one of them. Oh my gosh, their night is made. You know, just those, even it can be small, it can be big, just getting to do something special that just really cements in there. And mm-hmm. they're like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I got to do this really cool thing. <laughs> you know, the, it's about, it's about those little moments. Even a picture with Sir Minty would make my, <laughs> it makes my kids excited. Yeah. <laughs> so just the mascot, you get you a good mascot out there, have the kids around. They love, they love a good mascot. What I love the horse races you guys had. The little, there was the kids on the little blow up horses that were going. I loved those. Oh yeah. Those have, those have become a super crazy fan favorite. Um, We started doing them last year and it's just been a hit. You know, the kids, they get going, they get going. And then it's, 
it's inevitable that one of them takes a little tumble and <laughs> and then one catches up and takes the lead and um, it's super fun, but we really do love to see the kids get involved. And like you said, having those, those key moments where the kids can take something away from it and say, like, I really had fun at the Charlotte Independence game tonight. I really had fun at the Super League Carolina game. I want to go back and, and do it again and, and meet more players and do more fun things. So that's always our goal. It's, it's crazy how how impactful even just a player giving uh, a kid a high five, how much that makes their day. Um, and we love to see it and we see it all the time uh, with our stadium being so intimate and, you know, right up against the pitch. Our, our players are super good about going over to the fans after the game and, and interacting and, and giving signatures. And, and it, I think it's on, I think it's one of the fans favorite parts of, the game is just afterwards where they get to talk with them and take selfies. And that's something we definitely hope um, and we'll strive to replicate for the women's team as well. Yeah. My daughter loved that. The independence games we went to, we haven't went this year. We haven't, no, I did. We did go one time this year. We went, sorry about that. I forgot. Um, <laughs> but I went one Saturday this year, but she likes to go down there and get the high fives to the players after the game. She loves the fact that all of the players come by. It seems like at least every single one of them will at least come by, give them the high fives, take selfies with them. Um, she loves that. That's one of her favorite aspects of it. It just makes them feel special. It makes them feel like they appreciate them. So I do love that. Definitely. So when you say you're going to reach out to the community, how will we find out about that? How are we going to find out when you do these community meetings? Um, in the different areas so that way we can make sure that everybody you know gets out there and gets their feedback out if they would like to yep and so that is something we're currently working on we're finalizing um a schedule so we're once we have that schedule finalized and uh, we'll kind of put out a list of places we'll be dates will be there and you know give you some information about you know bring your ideas this is kind of what we'll be talking about and so that schedule uh, is still in the works and but we will be releasing it soon uh, our goal is to uh, finalize our fan feedback outreach and you know, finalize that by early july great and where can we find you um and keep up with everything that's going on where can our listeners find you on the inner i like to call it the interwebs um <laughs> you know on the twitterverse and all that where can they find you so that they can keep up with what's going on yeah so we're uh, super league carolina on instagram and facebook and usls underscore carolina on twitter okay go follow everybody go follow it so you can keep up with it so you can be a part of it we want this to be a great adventure for charlotte we've been waiting on it so let's make it happen and let's help y'all out as much as we can we so appreciate is there anything else you'd like to share with us before we wrap up we want this to be a club for the community we want this club to have purpose and for us to do that uh, we need we need the fans and we need the community to to come out and uh, give us your ideas give us your feedback and you know we really want this club to be something special we think it it certainly deserves a space here in charlotte and the western carolinas and beyond and so we are excited to build this brand uh, for the community and we just really can't wait to get started well, we are really looking forward to it i can't wait um wish you every success as you continue to build this and we will, we're really excited about this coming to Charlotte and the area. 
Yeah, thank you so much for taking the time. And uh, we look forward to seeing you guys out at games and, and in the community at our listening sessions coming up here soon. So um, it's been it's been great to talk with you guys and looking forward to the future. Thank you so much. We've, we've had fun. I've had fun. Anyway, I'm excited. You've got me excited. Is it 2024 yet? Well, wait, I don't want to rush time, but you know what I mean. I know we want some hardware and some other areas of soccer this year, too. And I'm sure the independence does as well. <laughs> right. But we, we, we're ready. We're ready for the women, too. <laughs> but thank you so much for joining us, Ashley. We were really glad to have you on. And uh, it was really great to meet you and hear all about this amazing team and opportunity. Thank you guys so much. To learn more about Super League Carolina, you can go to superleaguecarolina.com. And recently, Steph Yang of The Athletic put out a fantastic article explaining the new USL Super League, where the markets are and all of the smaller details if you're interested. So thank you for listening. We'll be back with you on Monday. Oh